27. Guys, I am with Marisha and Maria. If you know them from my YouTube channel, you know they are nobody new. They are guests. They are frequent guests. But we're doing this podcast featuring them. So, guys, I'm going to educate you a little bit. So, the whole plan is called Anxious for Nothing. And this is now day seven. So, this is the end of the plan. Um, basically, a recap over everything is... As a Christian, it literally walks us down the line of how to use God, have God in your life, how to move with God, how to walk with God in the midst of your anxiety, in the midst of anything that you're going through. So in this devotion, you'll actually get a little glimpse of everything we talked about, which it, with it being day seven, okay? Okay. All right, guys. So as y'all know, I don't normally read ahead of this. But I know how devotionals work, so I know the end is always a recap. But let's get into this devotional. Like I said, you know, this is my first time reading it with you guys. Maybe one of those stories stuck out to you. All the stories that we read this week, guys, maybe one of them stuck out to you. I know one did for me. If I'm, I think I'm going to die. That's the one that stuck out for me. Or maybe your story with anxiety is completely different. But whatever you battle, you're facing with anxiety. The same spirit who raised Christ from the dead is living in you. And he didn't give you a spirit of fear. That doesn't mean that if you're struggling with anxiety, you don't have you don't have enough faith. It doesn't mean that you're not trusting God enough. In fact, what if anxiety could be the very thing that helps you learn to rely on and trust in God? Could anxiety actually be a catalyst for drawing you closer to God? Anxiety becomes a gift when it helps us depend on God. That doesn't mean we stop seeking help or hope. It doesn't it does mean that if that we know pursuing peace is a process, praise God. So is it possible to really live anxious for nothing? Yes. That doesn't mean there won't be anything to be anxious about, but because of Jesus, we can live anxious for nothing even when there's something to be anxious about. Not by our efforts, but by his presence. And if we check out these verses again, I told y'all the Philippians 4, 6 through 7, we're going to run through all throughout this Bible plan and you're going to know it. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. Will your God will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That's. Philippians 4 and 6 and 7. I told y'all, somebody going to get it tatted on them. But that's that's. But then he goes on to say, breathe in that truth. We often fixate on the word peace. But it says peace of God. True peace is only found in the presence of God. So what if the answer to anxiety isn't less stress but more God? Yeah. Praise him. Consider, how might I more regularly invite the presence of peace and God into my life? Pray. For example, say this prayer. Lord, Lord, thank you for your constant presence. I come to you today asking for peace that that only you can provide. I want more of you, God. I invite you into every part of my life. Help me rely on you more fully and completely today. I give you all my worry and fears. Help me live anxious for nothing by depending on you. I trust you. I give my all to you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you're struggling with anxiety or someone you love is, there is help, hope, and available. Don't be afraid to reach out. God places us with doctors for a reason, okay? 
But as we jump into Philippians 4, chapter 4, verse 4 through 7, I told y'all that Philippians is coming back. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Delight, take pleasure in him. This is the amplified version. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your Gentile spirit, your graciousness, your your unselfishness, mercy, tolerance, and patience be known to all people. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, every circumstance and situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific request known to God. Give me together, Jesus. And the patience of God, that peace which reassures that heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus is yours. Second Timothy one verse seven says, forgive me, for God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardness or fear. But he has given us a spirit of power and love and of sound judgment and personal discipline, abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. God literally tells us in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, I did not give you the spirit of fear. I didn't give you the spirit to be a coward, but I gave you the spirit of power, love and sound judgment and personal discipline. You shouldn't be walking out here with fear if you call yourself a believer in Christ. Praise God. If we go on to John 14, verse 27, it says, Peace I live with you, my perfect peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. Let my perfect peace calm you in every circumstance and give courage and strength for every challenge. That that scripture literally says that the world did not give you peace, so the world can't take it away. God gave you peace. So nobody can take it away. The song that Kim Burrell sung, this joy that I have, the world can't take it away. Let's switch it up. This peace that I have, the world can't take it away. God gave me this peace. God gave me this joy. So what in the world's right mind think that it can take my peace away if I'm a believer in Christ? Get behind me, Satan. Praise God. First John chapter 4. Verse 18 says, there is no fear in love. Dread does not exist, but perfect, complete, full grown love drives out fear because fear involves the expectation of divine punishment. So the one who is afraid of God's judgment is not perfected in love, has not grown into this into into a sufficient understanding of God's love. If you have a godly love, then you have to understand that there is no fear. God does not equal fear. There is no equation mathematically, spiritually, mentally, whatever that will equate that God plus anything, God divided by anything, God subtracted by anything, God to the square root of anything, God to the anything will equal fear. God does not equal fear. So if you walk in the life of God, you're walking the life of love. And if you're going to walk in the life of love, you got to understand that in order to walk in that life of love, you have to have Jesus with you because if you don't you'll be walking in fear because you need God and if you need God you need love and if you need love there's no fear so if you have love what are you scared for and guys we talked about this on the plan earlier on our, on the episode what are you scared for why are you scared when Jesus will literally be there for you just like he told Paul and them in the storm 
Why are you afraid? I'm here. If you have faith in me, what are you scared for? Praise God. If you move on to Psalms 46 and 10, it says, be still and know, recognize, understand that I am God. I will be exalted amongst the, among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Let me read it again. He said, be still and know, recognize, understand that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. God said, be still. Stop moving. Stop trying to take care of everything. That's what's driving your anxiety crazy. You have to lean on God. Stop trying to do everything. God said, be still. God wants us to do nothing and give everything to him. God doesn't want you to go out here being stressed. God doesn't want you to be out here and be worried about everybody and everybody else's business. Kiki and Boo Boo don't need you watching over them. Your brothers don't need you. You don't have to do that job for your mom. God said, pray, give it to me and let me deal with it. He literally tells us that. Let me in the book of Matthew. He tells us, put your troubles on me. He tells us that. So what are you scared for? Praise God. So with all that being said, I want you guys to think about these scriptures. Because if you look at how God has brought you through so many things, you'll realize how amazing he truly is. But you have to try God. Don't be afraid to ask God. Don't be afraid to reach out to God. Just like in all these people's stories, all they did was introduce God into their life. Let me back up. Invite God into their life. And he came and changed their life for the good. And he, they saw and found themselves drawing more and more closer to God. And their life getting better. They found peace. They ended up trusting God. They found love. They were able to move on in life. Try God. Try God. Try God. But guys, Marisha. Maria, with the scriptures we just read, how do you guys feel about anxious for nothing? What do you feel like God said to you in those scriptures that I just went over just that quick? I feel like personally, it's just a whole bunch of confirmation. Mm -hmm. Because I've already been in the process throughout this year of realizing that Worrying don't do nothing for me because it's really like I can worry all day long and it's not going to make a difference. But until I put all my faith and trust in God, like I will continue to be stuck and be in the same space. That's true. What about you? Um, I just it's just literally no point of worrying about anything. It's. Just a totally pointless emotion that's brought on from the devil, and it's not for us. That's why it doesn't feel right, because it's not for us. We're not supposed to be worried about anything or anxious about anything. Because like you said, God does not equal that. He didn't give us that. That's not what he... He doesn't want that for us. I mean... And that is on God. (laughs) (laughs) For real. But the world... If you ain't talking Jesus, I don't want to talk. Okay. The world wants everything bad for you, to be honest. Like, we're, what do we, what would we be anxious about? Things of the world. Getting a new place. Hey, getting facts. a new job. Getting, going, getting into school. All these things are of the world. But you right. shouldn't. Are you ever anxious when you're talking to God? Come on. 
Come on. You need right. to talk to him more. Come on. Because the more you talk to him, the more you get into your word, the more comfortable you're going to be right. to be uncomfortable right. in your anxiety. Right. You have to be, you have to get uncomfortable. People right. get comfortable in saying, I'm hey. anxious, I'm depressed, hey. I'm this, I'm that, hey. because that's what, that's what people do now. That's what people are now. And mm-hmm. it's understandable, but what's the, how are we going to get out of that? How are we, how are you going to get yourself out of that anxiety? How are you going to get yourself out of that? That feeling that you have to feel that way. You I know? want to piggyback that real quick. It's funny that you say that. Y'all, we're going to wrap this up. But it's, <laughs> it's his confirmation throughout this whole podcast. As we've been talking about this, how uncomfortability promotes growth. Mm-hmm. You cannot be comfortable. I've been talking about this with my friends as well. If you are comfortable, you're not going to want to move. You're not going to want to elevate. Mm-hmm. But you should always want to be uncomfortable in life. So that you can that so that growth can be promoted, facts, and even with crazy. that, when you stay comfortable, you don't even you won't you you'll get uncomfortable, but then you'll be scared to make change, mm-hmm. and that's when you'll be fearful, and that's when you'll be anxious because you, you were comfortable for too long. The world, like you talked exactly, about. you were comfortable for too long, so now it's time for you to switch it up, and you're scared and you're nervous because you don't know what's coming next because you haven't been locked into anything changing. You've just been comfortable where you're at. Like an you're example, sitting in it. I'm I'm working at Wet and Wild. I'm working at Wet and Wild. <laughs> for years, for years, and I'm comfortable. You know, this about to be my job, you know, this how things about to be, blah, blah, blah. And I was getting too comfortable when God started ele- elevating me to other jobs. I'm like, God, I don't know about that. That's a right. big move. That's a big move. And God's like, why are you comfortable in mediocrity? Right. Why are right. you comfortable in the little things? And I'm about to bless you. Don't be comfortable. Have a little faith. Sitting on a stepping stone. Don't be and comfortable just on the I don't remember stone. what preacher it was. He said that faith. He said, have you ever seen a mustard seed that's so small? And he said, God says, all you need is faith the size of mustard seed. Right. And y'all, we're at Mauritius House. If I dropped a mustard seed on your carpet right now, we couldn't find it. Never find it again. Because that's how small faith is. And God said, I'm not telling you to believe in everything, but doggone it, have a little bit of faith. Mm-hmm. You're talking about God here. You're talking about the one who, who created the world. You talk, talking about the king of all kings, the rule of we're talking about God here. And you're up here making these decisions and getting worried and anxiety and getting all types of anxiety about it and depression, mm-hmm. freaking out about what's going to be next. And it's like you worship God. And it's like at that point, it's already done. Do you really believe in God? Like you believe in him, but do you believe in what he's capable of and what he can do? Right. Like, because if you are so worried and scared about everything. Have you read the Bible? Do you know what God says in the Bible? Do you know that he has you regardless? Like, or are you just saying you're a Christian? You're just walking around saying you're a Christian. See, and that right there is why Anxious for Nothing has been one of the best Bible plans to me and touch me because when I initially did this poll, guys, I didn't anticipate everybody to go hard and respond as much as they did. But when you guys did, both of the plans are plans I want to do. So I'm so glad that Anxious for Nothing has taught me something. I had I pray to God that it taught everybody out here who's listening to this or who has listened to the, all the, the day plans, Bible plans, day plans, whatever you want to call it, for Anxious for Nothing. But I want to say this. Tune in for Watch Your Mouth that's coming up next. Because Watch Your Mouth, I'm excited about it.
Make sure you follow me, subscribe, all of that good stuff. I know y'all laughing. I know y'all laughing at me, and that's okay, because watch your mouth out to check all of us spiritually. All right, y'all, we out.